Hey, what is up? Welcome back to the Freelance Writing Secrets Podcast. It's your host, Dallas Prater. Man, I'm so glad to see you back. Um, I'm going to keep today's episode very, very brief because I'm passing kidney stones. I've been passing kidney stones all this week, and it is an insufferable experience. Um, but I want to touch on in this episode, uh, a lot of people feel like, you know, marketing your business is a complex beast. You know, all the moving pieces and components that go into marketing um, in creating cash as a freelance writer are far too complex to learn. Um, and that's something that I completely agree with and something that I experienced myself. Um, when I first started out really as a marketer, um, not when I started applying marketing to freelance writer, but when I started learning marketing, um, in general was when I was working at the night shift, um, at the target, I was working a 4am shift at the target and, I really just wanted to know how is it that I make my ideas, my businesses, how do I, how is it that I make them attractive to the public and then begin to attract from that general public the critical customers that I needed for my business to succeed, you know, because I was tired of over and over and over and over again putting out ideas and having them fail, you know, it's, it's like the critical saying, you know, in the marketing community, they say build it and they won't come. You could build the best product, the best idea on the planet, and that's completely separate from having an audience. That's completely separate from having that idea sell. You know, you can build the craziest business, but if no one knows about it, it doesn't really count. And freelance writers have crazy skills and a crazy impact on the world and what they offer. As I explained in the last podcast episode, which if you haven't heard that, go and listen to the episode. It's a crazy episode. But no one. But the problem is that a lot of freelance writers don't know how to get people to know about their skills and therefore purchase from them in frequent amounts and in gracious amounts, you know, high pay. Um, and I had the same experience very, very early on. You know, I was working at the Target on the night shift when I first started experimenting with a business idea that had been in my head for a few months. It was called the Beat Buddy System. And the Beat Buddy System was a business where I would make beats and I would, you know, have, you know, have, make beats for rappers who didn't have producers and didn't have money to afford quality beats and quality studio time. And I would pass out every weekend, like two or three beats uh, for the for the rappers and uh, that wanted those things. And um, that idea, it actually did gain traction serendipitously very fast. But um, I ran an ad for that business. Uh, but the next business after that was, um, what was the business after that? Probably a social media marketing business. But you know, w- w- what I'm trying to explain here is that neither of these businesses, while one did gain a little bit of traction, had an influx of like a huge influx of customers that were banging down my door and trying to buy from me. You know, um, I feel like while the beat buddy system had traction, it didn't have traction for what the idea was worth. And I've always felt like that. I've always felt like I had good ideas, maybe even just in terms of content. Like I would make music from time to time and I put it on SoundCloud, beautiful songs, only 20 listens maximum. I would put out YouTube videos with some of the craziest concepts two views you know um it's a problem across all media and all products that you know it's very hard to get them out into the world in a way that they're heard and so i was trying to figure out how it is that i solve this problem for myself like you have a freelance writing business even if it's on a site that already has traffic like fiverr it's hard to get it seen and so i'm i'm i, I started i started you know, on, on the night shift, listening to a podcast called the Marketing Secrets Podcast. And not only that, I started diving through all sorts of marketing podcasts. And one of the things that, you know, the, one of the first thoughts or false beliefs, I call it now, 
that came up, you know, came across my plate when I started to dive into, you know, all this marketing information is that, man, this is a lot of information. It's going to take a lot of time to learn and implement. And, um, for a long time, I did struggle along trying to implement everything that I was learning. You know, I would try to build landing pages for my products and funnels for my products from scratch. And I, you know, I had to test out, you know, uh, what worked and what didn't work. And, um, I, you know, I failed a lot, man. I would build so many different products. I can't even remember all the products that I built. And I would have these landing pages and I would run ads to them, hoping that people would come onto the landing page and buy. And I would wake up in the morning after spending two, three hundred dollars and only 10 people would even put their email address in on the page, let alone purchase from me. And um, that's something that hurt my feelings for a while. Like it was like, man, like this game is impossible. Trying to get attention for the products and services that we have is impossible. Um, but um, eventually, I wisened up to a factor just from learning some, from some of these marketers that I was listening to, namely Russell Brunson. And there was a, a pattern that I realized amongst most marketers. They would always say, don't reinvent the wheel, or they would say, just model what works. You know, uh, one of the biggest themes that came up when I listened to the Market Secrets podcast on some of those night shifts that saved my life in these crises that I was going through was he would always say, look, there are already people out in the world that have your exact product, that have your idea already, or or a version of your idea, even if it's the worst version, that are already making money. And he always would say, "Don't reinvent the wheel. Um, just go to where those people are, like are, and ex- observe. Observe what it is that they're doing, because it all is public, and they can't hide any of it. All their sales process, all their emails, everything. Because there are three parts really to creating an online business and marketing." There's where you get your traffic from, uh, which social media sites, which ads do you run, things like that. Uh, where do you send your traffic to to collect the, uh, to collect that data and to sell that traffic? So that's your funnels and landing pages. And then how it is you retarget that traffic? You know, what retargeting ads and, and, and uh, retargeting emails do you use? And what he was essentially breaking down is, you know, uh, he would always say, just model what works. Go to the people who are already doing what you want to do and you only really have to do a fraction of percentage of, of them, but just analyze. They call it funnel hacking in, in, in the marketing communities and just analyze all the components of their business, how they're already working and implement them for yourself. Because if they're working for this person already, then they'll work similarly for you. Somebody has already done, like, I think the, 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 the um, example he, like, Russell Brunson likes to use is, is, is Agora. You know, he says, don't be a pioneer. Pioneers are the ones that run over the mountain to discover something new and they come back with arrows on their back. What, what you want to do is instead is, is copy success, model after success. You know, you don't want to go over the hill and waste all your money like I was doing, testing and figuring out things on your own, wasting all this money and time. He said, you know, he, he himself as, as a marketer would look at you know, big companies like Agora who are making like $2 billion or just insane amounts of money um, as a company. And he says they would publish so many sales letters and they would they would they would they would just do so many different things. And, um, you know, whereas many companies would try to figure out all the sales letters that Agora was putting out or something like that and how their landing pages and sales processes were, um, they would try to figure these things out on their own. What Russell Brunson did and how he had a lot of successes, they were like this company is spending millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to narrow down their messages and narrow down the systems that work. And instead of him spending the millions of dollars, he would just, once they spent the million dollars, he would just look at their sales system. He would look at their processes. He would look at their sales messages. 
and he would just use what worked for himself. And so for free, you can get an entire marketing education without even getting an education, but by just looking at who's already successful. Um, and so you can go to like Facebook ad library, for example, and look at Russell Brunson's ads. You can look at the exact ads he's running. You can look where he's running these ads too. How, like, how is he selling people on these ads? And so modeling success and modeling works as a marketer was one of the critical things I learned early on. And believe it or not, one of the first steps I did was in the beat buddy system. I looked at a business called Legion beats by this dude actually made a million dollars in the business. I didn't make anything like that. You know, I looked at uh, a competitor of mine, somebody that already existed in the space Legion beats. And I didn't know how to make a website or anything like that, but I just, you know, logged into Wix, a drag and drop, drag and drop website. And I modeled my page after his page, you know, uh, I looked at the ads they were running. I modeled my ads after their ads, you know, um, I looked at, you know, the emails they were spending out. I, I modeled my emails after their emails. Like all, like, like even in terms of traffic, where are they getting their traffic from? Where do they post their ads at? I noticed a lot of YouTube beat makers were posting their beats for free on YouTube. And that's how they were getting traffic to their websites. And I started posting my beats on YouTube and running ads on YouTube. The same way they did. I started running ads to their YouTube pages to get their customers to my page. And, um, you know, to be honest, the beat buddy system in retrospect, I didn't understand this at the time because I didn't know much about upselling and the value of a list. I gained 300 people to my list, you know, modeling success very, very quickly. It would have been a very successful company if I knew what success was. <laughs> like, I feel like uh, the Beat Buddy system was a multi-million dollar venture. It really was. And um, it could be for anyone if you want to use that company, if you want to talk to me about how it was built and things like that. I'm open to talking to you about that. Um, cause it is a very, very, I think it's a very good idea, but something that I'm not willing to do right now for myself because I have other ideas that I want to work on, but just modeling success out the gate. Even if I didn't know why these things work, I was a, you know, a certain from listening to Russell Brunson that these people tested with all the money and all their efforts to figure out what worked. And so if I just borrowed what worked or like what, what they were using, it was good enough to work for me. And, you know, out the gate, it, you know, had a little bit of success with the B-Buddy system. So the point of this video is that you don't have to learn marketing and be a marketing guru and be a marketing nerd. Marketing is all around you. It's like car manufacturers. Car manufacturers, all they have to do is go into other factories and see how are these cars being put together? What are the materials being used? Oh, look, this is how every car on the road shapes their wheels. We can just shape our wheels the exact same way. This is how they make windshields. Okay, let's make windshields this way. Okay, where are Tesla's ads? Uh, let's just put our ads in similar locations. All of marketing is all around us at all times, and it can't be disguised. You know why? Because the point of marketing is to be visible. And so all the visible traces of marketing around you, just emulate them. They've already spent millions of dollars in all, like, years and years and years and years testing out what worked. Just borrow their formulas. That's all this video is about. So... Yeah, that's what I really have to say. Um, I do have a special training that I'm doing right now. It's like a four-day training for freelance writers to teach you all, you know, the tactics and strategies in depth that I'm teaching on this podcast. I have the link below in the description box if you want to actually take that special training. It's amazing stuff, a four-day training session. Uh, so go take that. Uh, secondly, I want to say um, if you uh, want to get on a free 15-minute call with me, uh, to talk about how to get clients as a freelance writer. The link for that will be down below. But to get on a 15-minute call, you have to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And I also want to say I have something special coming out for you next month, uh, a product of some sort. So look out for that as well. It's going to be pretty amazing. This is Dallas.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll see you in the next one.